Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are not going to be talking about Star Wars today, believe it or not. Uh, big news, me and Case actually decided to invest into NFTs. Stick around and I will give you a walkthrough of how you can be rich. We did it, is I stole his credit card and now we own like 20 different NFTs. Uh, buddy, just just give us a We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. I'm Case Terry and I'm Ever Hernandez and this is Into the Cargo Hold. Into the Cargo Hold. Ever, oh. you had a good week so far? Uh, no. no. Actually, no. I've been very disappointed. Uh, with the show. Well, guys, you're in for a treat today because, um, big announcement, me and Ever are no longer friends. Yes. Uh, we finally we disagreed. to, uh, no longer do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, honestly, I hate him. Hate <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we we're just, still best uh, buds. Very, uh, we, we disagreed. We did disagree on this episode. On this episode. So, guys, stay which, tuned. You know, I don't understand how... <laughs> this episode was very good. I happen to very much like this episode. <laughs> so stick around, guys. We're gonna see who breaks under the pressure first. Into the carnival. Alright, guys. For today's episode, we're gonna do like last week. We're gonna go off the cuff, kinda we're gonna try to stick to the chronological moments of the episode, but we probably will skip around a little bit. Yeah, probably. All right, so Eber, you want to start us off with uh, your first like of the episode? Uh, my first like of the episode was um, getting a little bit more backstory of Finnick. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so we see how she got rescued from the desert. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on that? How the whole cyborg interesting. Mod? Interesting. I have very mixed feelings about. Mm-hmm. The cybernetic world into uh, Star Wars is uh, it's not very fitting. Well, like, that's for, not something I expect in Tatooine. I I have to agree with you. The whole scene was I should I feel like I should have saw it coming, you know, because I I forgot that Finnick was a cyborg, and I did not know we Finnick had was a cyborg, and that was the first time I've seen that. Well, it was a it was a very brief moment in the Mandalorian. Really? She, yeah, where Mando's like, I thought you were dead. And she takes off her little sash thing, and you see, like, her metal tummy. But. Can't lie. No. Just like Boba Fett. Yikes. Um, but, uh, yes, that was, uh, that's intriguing. It, um, it, like, when I, when I think of Tatooine, I do not expect, you know, a cyborg. I'm, I'm still not really coming around to the, to the mod. 60s ecstatic, you know, um, like uh, the group that Boba Fett has, you mm-hmm. know, the group that was in the Vespa Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of wanted that to just be the end of that, yeah. no more. Yeah, I have to agree with you, it, it does stick out a little bit, and it's just you know, the guy had like I, I don't know who that is, I think his name is Thundercat. I'm not familiar with who that is, I think it was like a, supposed to be a special guest star. Like the the, um, the, the doctor that... guy, yeah. It oh, had, it had oh. like the yellow dread. Yeah, I didn't stuff. like him either. I didn't. This is just a personal thing for me, but I have never liked colored hair in Star Wars. It has always stuck out like a sore really? thumb to me. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was playing a, a 
Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. It was very cyberpunk. Um, it's like okay. So and the music. Yeah, I I agree with you. That part was uh, it. It just didn't quite stick for me in the right like, way. They're trying to mix this uh, poor world mm-hmm. and like. You don't think there's a lot of technology there, right? Not like that. Doesn't no. seem like it, no. But I guess we're apparently we're wrong according to Star Wars. Right now. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh I I guess I just have to go with it. There's nothing <laughs> right. I can do about it, you but, know. But I do I do like um that was one of my likes too, is is getting more stuff with Fennec, particularly seeing Boba and Fennec interact because really up until this point in the series we have not seen them have a conversation. Yeah, they have little moments, but uh, seeing Boba talk to her and, and her viewpoint on things, I think that was interesting. One of the better parts of the episode for me when they sat down around the fire. <laughs> well, spoke. see, um, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree because uh, they're just their interactions or their dialogues together is just weird. It doesn't fit in. You don't think so? I don't think so. It's just it um one of them agrees, another one disagrees. One of them is like um like too too open. Another one is like not open at all. They're just kind of hard, like mm-hmm. a hard shell. And it's like it's it's just it gives me a mix. Mixed like feeling inside. See, I I think if you were to say that about the last episodes, I would agree with you. But I think this one, their dialogue was more natural. Um, I liked that Boba Fett was very forthcoming with his motivations. That's finally that is kind of a bad thing. It took four episodes for us to finally understand mm-hmm. Boba Fett's motivations. Motives. But I do like his motives. He's basically saying, "Look, the guys in charge are nincompoops. Yeah, I know how to run things. You know how to run things because they've been in the business a long time." So he decided he was gonna finally take his shot at being a crime does make boss. Sense. I will give like yeah. it makes sense. You know they uh, they've always worked for people that are higher up mm-hmm. and like, have money. You know, and um, why not try to be those people? Right. So yeah. I mean, I understand. So I do like that, and I liked that she was kind of like hesitant at first. You know, she was like, I enjoy being having my freedom, being independent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but he offered her loyalty. You're right. Which was cool. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Believe it. Like, as you get older, you know, you don't... You know, loyalty is hard. And he also says, you know, he learned... Or she says something like, oh, uh, be, living with the Tuscans made you soft. And he says, no, it made, no, it made you strong. stronger. You can't... I like that. Yeah, you can't live without a tribe. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, when you get older, you gotta have... Yeah. Loyalty is mm-hmm. uh, special. It really is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And um, And I like that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, one other thing I liked about Boba Fett in this episode was, when I mean, they've done this in a lot of the episodes, but he's an animal lover. I know, I see that. <laughs> he didn't want to let, uh, the bantha. No, go. and I uh, love that he said, go make some beautiful bantha babies. <laughs> um, but I think that is a, a interesting way to characterize Boba Fett as being kind of this cold-blooded killer, but like he's got a soft spot for animals. I like you know? that. The rancor, the mm-hmm. bantha. Yeah sweet um i thought there was another oh the mastiff episode one remember mastiff, when, when yeah, he, gets, he was like uh, no hard feelings <laughs> right right so he, he's got a uh soft spot for animals so i like that and we already talked about boba and fennec mm-hmm. and boba's motivation so yes um one thing i do want to mention here that's kind of a weird detail i didn't write it in my note because i had actually forgotten about it mm-hmm. 
But um, when he convinces Finnick to go with him to uh, rescue his ship, yeah, he says that he wants to get revenge on, he says something like the fat slob who double-crossed me, right? Yeah, who was this? I think he's talking about Bib Fortuna because he mentions like he's sitting on the throne and we see Bib Fortuna was yes. like on the throne, but I don't know that Bib Fortuna double-crossed him. I don't know what he's talking about. I thought it was Jabba he was talking about. I don't well Jabba's already dead, yeah. so I don't know. That's yeah, a weird know. line. That is a I, weird I, line. I was like, who is he talking about? That's what um Cheyenne said. She was like I think is he talking about Jabba? And I was like I thought he was dead. But, right. So I uh, guess maybe he's implying Bib Fortuna left him for dead, but I don't On the uh, inside. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how he could have helped him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah, I don't know. You're kind of asking a lot there. But that is weird. It was a weird line, but um, that doesn't really matter no. at the end of the day. So one of my likes um, going down my list, because we already knocked off the first couple, mm-hmm. um, we get to see the Slave 1 in action. Slave 1. And so Not called the Slave 1? <laughs> we have been talking about whether or not they were going to refer to Boba's ship as a Slave 1, right? Mm-hmm. And for business purposes, right? But I have to give kudos to the writers because they simultaneously changed the name, but they kept the name. So, yeah, in the dialogue, Boba asks Bennett to help him rescue his fire spray gunship, right? But he doesn't say, like, fire spray gunship is clearly not the name of the ship. We talked in mm-hmm. our first episode that is the model of the ship, yeah. So, that would be like him saying, I need you to help me get my Ford F 150 or something, mm-hmm. you know. That is a clever way to refer to the ship without saying the Slave specific, One. Yeah. Because, I mean, if he told Fennec, I need you to help me get to Slave One, she'd be like, okay, what is a Slave One? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I'm glad they did that. But seeing his ship in action, I love that. That was really ship. cool. I, um, I like the whole uh, trying to get to the ship. Mm. Well, no. Okay, I didn't like that part. <laughs> no. Uh, well, the part uh, when they were on the ship mm-hmm. and the ship trying to escape. Oh, that was really cool. Okay. Well, not really cool. But that was cool, but yeah. um, the beginning trying mm-hmm. to get sneak into the palace, uh, didn't really like that. No, part. I didn't. I uh, found it a uh, goofy, kiddish. So I don't know. Kind of slow. I want to talk about. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to pick which one I want to talk about first. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the the kitchen thing first. Kitchen? We'll come back. We'll come mm-hmm. back to the sleeve one. Okay. Okay, so Boba and Finnick decide they're going to break into Jabba's palace mm-hmm. and steal his ship. So we know who was cooking uh, all that food. Yes, that was something we <laughs> talked about. We didn't mention yes. on our last we, episode. Uh, but we figured out who was cooking all that food. That's a lot of food. That's a lot of food. And we uh, know what happened. Well, we don't know what happened to the staff, but we know <laughs> what the staff looked like. Right. Uh, one of the droids, not the one with the uh, General Grievous. Yeah, arms. No. By the way, that was a reference to General Grievous. I have I to assume it was. I, I think mean, so. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's what he's known for is spinning lightsaber blades. Oh, no. so. That was cool. I like that. Um, the other droid, though, the one that was like, uh, I don't know, like, st- oh, he was stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another Return of the Jedi droid from Jabba's Palace. So nice. another cool little callback. And we did get another callback with the little rat catcher droid. That droid type originated from the Clone Wars. I don't remember what they're called, but they they kind of look like how they have bunny ears. You yeah. know, they have like uh. So, yeah, that droid it's was like a cat. Was it referencing? I don't know what it's supposed like in the like Clone Wars. They're like little butler droids, like little servant droids. Yeah, but um. So the part we didn't like about that was the fact that Boba Fett couldn't 
catch the droid. It was very silly. It was kind of silly. I mean, even the the two big droids. Mm-hmm. It was kind of silly too. I don't a know. little bit. Um, um I but, guess uh, how the um, droid with uh, multiple arms, how mm-hmm. he dies, is kind of silly. Yeah, he she just, just cuts his head off. Yeah, cuts his head off, and he just falls. Like his head falls onto the salad that we're yeah. making, and then um, the. The small little droid, mm-hmm. um, how he just couldn't catch that droid. Right. But we couldn't catch him. And, like, he was knocking over pans and pots. And yeah. That was a little goofy. I don't know. And he was, like, striking, right? He was yeah, striking. Yeah, he was swinging his stick. It's like, his gaffy what? stick. Um, and uh, how did nobody else hear, hear that? that? Yeah. I-, I have to agree with you. That scene was definitely, I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, Robert... Little Robert Rodriguez. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, he did not um, direct this episode, though. But uh, and then afterwards, he does end up catching the droid. Mm-hmm. But uh, he picks him up by his like, I guess neck. neck. Yeah. And then he's like, "Do you know who I am?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm Boba Fett." Droid's <laughs> like, like, "Oh!" And it turns itself like, off. What? Okay, first yeah. of all, you're trying to sneak in. You just like spilled a bunch of pans and pots. <laughs> yeah. Like it was really loud, and like. You're trying to you. I don't. Know, you're wasting time. Yeah. Even Fennec is like, "Are you done? Yeah. Are you done?" <laughs> so well, yeah. And that dialogue as well between mm-hmm. Fennec and Boba, Boba it was kind of weird. Yeah, she seemed like, kind of annoyed think with Fennec him. Would like like said. I think she would have said something earlier, like mm-hmm. "Don't do that" or like "Don't chase" or like "Just leave it." Help. Yeah. And it's like one droid, right? And it's like right. small, and you start running around. And then the first thing Fennec says, and like she does, is like, "I'll watch the, the door." door. <laughs> right. It's just one droid. Like, just help him. <laughs> right. Just, just catch him. I don't know. That scene definitely seemed kind of like and then, shooting. <laughs> okay, I'm not done. I'm not <laughs> oh, done. Gosh. And then the droid was trying to run away, and Fennec just comes around the corner. It's mm-hmm. like she she has a grin, and she's just. Are we playing hide and seek here? Like, what are we doing? Uh, yeah. But anyways, I'm just. Boba needed a little pick me up. No, I agree with you. That scene was kind of d- dumb. And yeah, uh, could have been then, cut. Um, yeah, I guess that's one of those scenes that I would agree. Another I scene. Mind being cut. Another scene I thought could have been cut was the whole sequence where they let the little probe droid fly through the palace. That was you know? cool. It was cool, but I thought it went on a little long. Personally, yeah. I mean, the, my, okay. So here's one thing. As um, somebody, we mentioned before that I have a minor in film and video production. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in a screenwriting class this semester, yes. so I'm very excited about that. One thing, cool. though, cool. that is a really pet peeve of mine in film and television is where there's a flashback sequence that has, like, high stakes. And what I mean by that is the whole sequence is supposed to be tense because they're secretly breaking in the palace to get Boba's ship. Yeah. But we know he has a ship. We already saw he had it, right? Yeah. So, you know, they were trying to play it like maybe they wouldn't get out. Boba was like, he couldn't turn his ship around. And Fennec kept fighting people, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was unengaged the whole time because I was like, they're going to get away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're both going to get away and fly with away the with the ship. So, the whole sequence, I was like kind of waiting for it to be over. Because there wasn't really anything else interesting going on there, right? No. That whole uh, scene with the kitchen in the kitchen mm-hmm. just kind of like threw me out. You know, like, I got, I was, <laughs> so, sorry, I was trying to adjust my mic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just got, like, 
It's too goofy. I agree, one hundred and ten percent. Um, other than that, I mean the the fighting uh in the garage. Mm-hmm. I think that was it was alright. It was alright. Nothing, nothing too crazy. No. They got away. Obviously, yeah. I think we. I don't. I don't. Well, you know, so far we haven't seen a ship. Not in this show, but in The Mandalorian, we saw it. I imagine he probably parked it back in the garage. True. Which is a a, a fun little thing about that garage, is that if you look in the concept art, you can see they originally planned it to come out of, like, the upper part of the palace in one of the concept arts. But the design of the garage they ended up going with actually came from Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront. That was one of the maps, is Jabba's garage. Yeah, and it's almost identical to the one in the show. That's just so really a cool, cool detail. Yeah. yeah. Um, Never played Battlefront. It's all right. <laughs> Not the best Star Wars shooter. Um, <laughs> so I want to go back to the Slave One because okay. that is my all-time, well, I don't know if it's my all-time favorite Star Wars ship, but it's definitely up there. It's hard to decide between that and the Falcon. I don't know. I really like TIE Fighters. Do you really? Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I like them. They are. I've got some model TIE Fighters over there on that desk, actually, yeah. that I haven't painted yet, but... Uh, once I get them painted. Uh, Darth Vader's Darth TIE. Darth Vader's yeah. TIE. TIE Advance. Do you know the specific name? It's the TIE Advance. TIE Advance. Yeah. And then I've got the regular Imperial TIE Fighter. Oh, no. Not a lot of painting to be done there, to be honest, because they're... I don't know how you're going to get it inside these crevices. I'll probably just take the wings off again. Because that's, that's like all that has to be painted is the wings. I know these aren't, like... Are they... They're fast, but not, like, as... Strong on the outside? Correct. Yeah, TIE Fighters are extremely fast, and they have very good laser cannons, but they take one shot of any kind, and they're basically done so. so, much like the Empire strategy is more, more. you know, more Stormtroopers, more mm-hmm. TIE Fighters, and overwhelm enemy forces. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, back to the back Slave, to the slave one. 1. Yes. Um, I know you didn't like this scene, but I loved seeing the Slave 1 gun down those bikers. Yes. I loved it for two reasons. One, because I was satisfied with the biker's death. I, I like that. I, I like the, the noise. The noise oh, of, like, yeah. the, 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 the blast gunships, from yeah. uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's been a minute, you know? The Mandalorian mm-hmm. hasn't come out with any new episodes. It's been a minute. And, like, yeah, yeah this is a... And, like, it was nice. I like to hear that sound again, yeah. you know? And then, like, the noise of it flying and then yes. just seeing it in action. It was nice. It was it's nice. a cool ship. And I did like Tamura's, you know, he he got just a little bit of a scene there. But seeing his face, you know, he, mm-hmm. had, he had a really good, like, passionate yet serene hatred as he was gunning the bikers yeah. down, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't like that scene, did you? No. No, I didn't. Uh, well, like, so far, it's it's... I don't want to say the biker gang had a big influence in the show mm-hmm. so far, but they're not irrelevant. You know, so far we've heard about them mm-hmm. and uh, coming back, and this is this is the end, I guess, for right. them. And I I thought maybe it was gonna be led to more. I can understand that. You know, like um, what like the the governor, the mayor, the 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 mayor, yeah, and like the the twins, mm-hmm. just like. Like that, it just ended. I will say one thing the show has struggled with a little bit is the pacing because even with the Tuscan's death, that was a pretty quick scene. That was, you know what I mean? It was kind of feels like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the bikers like kind of felt like that. Um, um, I don't know what that if that if that's the writing or the directing. It's hard to say what that's coming down to. Hard to say. I don't. 
but it was abrupt. It was a abrupt scene, as you say. The bikers were kind of being built up a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they got smoked. But I, if and like I, I'm not saying that um, you know, I wanted to know more about the bikers mm-hmm. because you know they killed the Tuscan Raider tribe and obviously anyway. Yeah. but um, I don't know a little bit more development, a little uh, bit more background. Yeah, I don't know. How, where do they stay? Right. Do they have more people? I don't know. I I, I, I get I can get why you didn't like that. I liked it purely because I felt satisfied with their deaths, mm-hmm. and I love seeing the slave one in action. And I since the beginning of the show, that's the first time we've seen like Boba Fett being Boba Fett. Yes, uh, finally he kills somebody. <laughs> I mean, he has killed like he killed that monster, and then he yeah. killed some pikes, kind of by but throwing them off a train. Always been a reason. But this was just, just death yeah. for death's sake, mm-hmm. which I I shouldn't say I love, but yeah. I I no, did love was, it. I understand. Yeah, that was a sweet uh, revenge. Sweet, sweet, sweet revenge. revenge. Um, um, yeah, his uh, uh, the Boba Fett, his face expression, he was like happy, but yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah, he was going through it. Yeah, it was a good. I liked that moment, and um, and then Finnick is just like. You seem chill. <laughs> you seem chill. Um, one thing I want to say, though, we were talking about the bikers killing the Tuscans. Finnick does say at one point, uh, when Boba says that, like, you know, that the Tuscans were killed by bikers, she says something like, that sounds unlikely. Mm-hmm. So I think yes. probably it's going to end up being the Pikes did yeah, it. Pikes. And, uh, but I don't really care. The bikers needed to go anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boba's got to smoke like, somebody. Again, like, I don't care about the Pikes. Right. They're just so boring. The Pikes are too... I don't know. Maybe because I don't, I don't know much about them. Nobody does. Everything we, everything you've seen about the Pikes is what's out there. The Clone Wars, this yeah. show, and that's it. That's it. They made a, There was one Pike in the Solo movie. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I um, but, uh, yeah. That's what Fennec said. Or, no, not Fennec. You know, Fennec did say that. Fennec's yeah, like, I think it's unlikely that the bikers did that which makes sense right kind of because like when you were last episode you were casting doubt on it you're like i mean they've got weapons they've got bikes too you know and even if like they don't know how to use them Mm -hmm. they got people right but you know like coming at them at night you know something like that but like Again, why would they do that? Well, even then, Boba... What do they have right. that the bikers need? I don't think it could have been at night, because Boba Fett seemed like a day trip. He left and then came back during day. It was during the day, so... True. Yeah, it was most likely probably the Pikes. I think it was the Pikes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which uh, hopefully we'll get to see more on the next episode. Hopefully they can be a little cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, another thing I did like is mm-hmm. uh, we got some answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, well, we got a big one... Uh, Boba Fett's motives. Right, which was important um, mm-hmm. because, like we said earlier, it's been that. four episodes and not a lot yeah. of characterization, but he lays it on a little heavy here, but I really don't care. I mean, it was in a natural way because mm-hmm. Finnick was like, well, why do you want to be boss, you know? And he was like, I'm tired of being an idiot. <laughs> I want to be the idiot in charge. Yes. And um, I guess Finnick stays for the ride. Yeah, that's what she says. That's what she says. for the ride. Uh, I'm glad I got to see more of their interactions, even though I don't even get well with me. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we got some of that, too, and I hope we get more. Yes. And, uh, 
Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and just continue going on through the likes and dislikes of Book of Boba Fett Episode 4. We'll be right back after this short, short break. All right, and we're back. <laughs> we're back. Uh, so we've discovered uh, we have auto-tune. Yeah, we did discover that as we were uh, uh, taking a small break. Yeah. Well, wanna... anyways, back to the show. Um, okay, so let's pick up at the after Boba Fett uh, kills the biker gang. He decides he's going to go have a look at the Sarlacc pit. And uh, see if he can find his armor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Finnick thought it would uh, decompose. Right. Be melted. Right. It's Beskar. It's Beskar. Oh, one thing I do love. Best type of armor there is out there. Absolutely. One thing I really liked that we got to see about the Slave 1, I love that it has this almost like UFO vibe because the ship is like, it's hovering, you know, over the star, like very slowly, like a hunter, you know what I mean? And um, we got a scene kind of similar to that in The Mandalorian where in the beginning of the season two finale where they're chasing that Imperial ship Mm -hmm. and they like hit it with the ion cannon and Boba's like, prepare to be boarded. And you see the ship is like, Um, yeah, I remember that. That was really cool. It's got a very hunter, mm-hmm. like predator vibe. I like that. But um, I also didn't like that scene. The Sarlacc scene? No. What? Hey, that... First of all, I thought it was dead. He was sleeping. Uh, well, I, it, I thought it was dead. <laughs> no. How did Boba get out? He... How did he not wake up whenever Boba uh, turned on his flamethrower? Well, he was in the stomach. It's a very... You're telling me this man doesn't know. What was that? Something disconnected. Did it say disconnected? Bluetooth disconnected. Oh, Bluetooth disconnected. (laughs) Well, there was never any Bluetooth to begin with. I don't know what it connected to, but... No, listen. He he was dead. The Sarlacc. Yeah. He was supposed to be dead. disconnected. Who is connecting to our Bluetooth right now? <laughs> guys, we're, we're sorry. Hacked. We're getting hey, hacked. Guys, we're getting hacked. Uh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let me just see if that... Uh... <laughs> Don't do it. Whoa! <laughs> uh, okay. uh, no. Listen, Maybe that fix that it. scene... And how is he so strong? How is that so The Sarlacc? Yes. He's got tentacles. Like an octopus. It, it just seems shady to me. I liked that scene. And as soon as I saw the slave one fly over the Sarlacc, I knew he was going to drop one of those, uh, those, uh, what are they called? The name, <laughs> I, I know what it's I called. Know, uh, EMP? Seismic charge. Seismic charge. Seismic charge. Yeah. Is that the correct term? It is. Oh, it is? That's what he was, I knew he was going to drop one in there. It's just too perfect. And he well, did. he didn't drop it. Well, Fennec did. Fennec dropped it. And, so, uh, Fennec coming in with the five head. The clutch. <laughs> yeah. Clutch. So, pressing the button that making a beeping sound and he was like don't push that button. don't don't push my buttons yeah uh, and phoenix is like see that's another thing yeah like why did boba boba fett is like thank you <laughs> like he's such a nice guy he <laughs> wants respect he wants and he's like don't touch my buttons okay grandpa <laughs> hey stop disrespecting <laughs> boba fett i now. love him I yeah love him. Love but um i liked that whole scene um but I can get why you didn't like it. I like a little horror in my Star Wars. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then he's like, I can't see. It's like, oh, dark. Yeah. dark. That was kind of silly. He was like, I can't see. But you're casting a big shadow over it with your ship. And then he turns on a flashlight. Yeah. Like, you're telling me you didn't have a flashlight. Like, you didn't know? 
He did say he was rusty, so... Yeah. Well, so Boba Fett gets out of his ship, and he goes down there, like, naked, essentially. (laughs) He just goes with nothing. He's got acid all over him, and she's, like, pouring water on his head. That seemed a little... I mean, she was like, oh, my God, why did you do that? A little bit romantic? Bro, romantic? Yeah. No. She seemed she seemed concerned. She was like, oh, oh my. A little bit too much. She's she needed to kiss pouring. him on the face. It's like, <laughs> if he was clean, you probably would. Like, are you okay? You have this bullet. No, she was like, more like, are you stupid? Why did you go down there? No. He had acid. She was like, I don't uh, know. No, she, she was like, uh, you keep, you're getting melted. And then she pours water all over. Yeah, because his it's skin like is melting cleaning. off. His skin was melting off his head. This is weird. It if that's your weird. idea of romantic, then <laughs> I don't know what no, Diane's no, going to no, say. No, 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 no. Um, this is weird. Uh, okay. If you say so. I think so. I thought it was fine. But, uh, fortunately, uh, no no luck on finding his armor. Nope. And. Although we, we all know where it's at. <laughs> it's kind of funny because everything I said in my wish list at the beginning is not coming true. Nothing has come true. <laughs> and now we know one of them is not going to come true because after that scene, it flashes forward to when Boba and Fennec kill Bib Fortuna, like we saw in the Mandalorian. Yeah. And he sits on the throne. And, second and, yeah. little scene. And he wakes up in the droid. He's like, congratulations. <laughs> the droid is like, congratulations, sir. You're fully healed. So that was I like that. So no more flashbacks, basically. No more flashbacks. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to see him meet Cobb Vanth and talk <laughs> and about he his gets armor. Out of uh, the med bed. Yeah, and like all tan, he has he has eyebrows again, looking good. He has eyebrows again, so he got a nice tanning bed. So we get to the present day, and um, we get this really great scene. So last episode we were talking about um, Black Crescenton. We didn't like the way he was treated. No, that's he. I still, I don't. This episode made up for that for me. Out seeing Black Crescenton fight Trandoshans on the basis, no other basis than he's a racist, really made my day. <laughs> okay. I guess. I mean, like they made him look kind of badass, tough. He was super awesome. He's he's leaning back in this bar chair and he's watching these Trandoshans. Now, for those of you who don't know, because I have seen online some people be like, "Why did Black Crescenton attack them? Mm-hmm. Like they were doing nothing." A little bit of Star Wars lore. Uh, Wookiees and Trandoshans are basically mortal nemesises. Um, so their planets are very close to each other. And, you know, they, they have been fought a lot of battles and wars and things like that. And they got bad blood. So Black Crescenton is apparently a racist <laughs> because he <laughs> saw these Trandoshans having a great time yeah. uh, playing cards or whatever. And he decided, you know what? But not today. You know. Weren't doing anything. They were just I chilling. Think they were even looking at him. No, no, they weren't. They were probably trying to avoid Some eye contact that. with him. And then, um, just that. And then he beats him to death. Yeah. And he picks one of them up. And then just takes his whole arm off. Well, before that, what's even better than that is Garza Whip comes out and she's trying to sweet talk him. Yeah. You know, she's oh, building man. his ego up and everything, oh. and she's like, "Just let him go, and if you do that, I will, you know, release your debt." And instead of just taking the easy way out like a chill guy, yeah. he rips the dude's arm off and then pays the debt. Respect. But, you know. Respect. He's like triple the size of them. Oh, yeah. And it's like, this, so this is what like helps you get through life? A little violence. A little, a little violence every now and again. It's like taking candy from a baby. I don't know. It wasn't much of a fight. He's I, it, I don't, One guy, I mean, just, you know, threw a, like, 
broke a bottle, <laughs> broke a bottle over his head. <laughs> I don't care, man. I thought that was awesome. I I loved seeing him beat aliens to death. To be honest For no with reason. you, I'm just kind of I I enjoy seeing violence in movies, <laughs> um, and uh, especially in a show like this where the main character is Boba Fett, who's like one of his major traits is that he's a violent bounty hunter. <laughs> and Black Crescenton is a violent Wookiee. I'm glad I see some violence in this episode. Okay. Yeah. But that's that... like you're desperate. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Yeah. So one other thing that we got to see that I was really happy about, Boba recruited Black Crescenton. Finally. In a weird way. Should have done that last He's episode. Like, you want a job? Yeah. Honestly, it seems like they set that up. It seems like they kind of set Black Crescenton up because when Black Crescenton walks out of the bar, Boba Fett's like, it was worth a shot. Or no, maybe... No, 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 no. I think I read that wrong. I I thought I was reading it as that like they set it up for for him to fight those Trandoshans and so the Garsa could talk him down. But I think now that I think about it, Boba was probably just being like, oh, it was worth a shot trying to region with him. Okay, so like before that, doesn't he have a meeting with uh all the big people no no no. no because black crescenton is at that yeah. meeting yeah afterwards okay. so they do have a so. big meeting with all of the other crime mm-hmm. bosses and like we predicted he's trying to get them convince them to join forces or with him stay out of the way well yeah at first he's yeah. like help me defeat the pikes because they're moving in and they're like no because mm-hmm. we don't want any you're the only one that's got beef with them yeah you know and uh i love this part with the one guy at the end is like what what do you say? What keeps us all from killing you, you and yeah. taking what we want? And then the rancor's claws come up, shakes the whole table. <laughs> Everybody he, jumps and up. He doesn't. Nope. Boba Fett is. And he gives him a little he's bone. Like, he's a little hungry. <laughs> a little hungry. Yeah. Um, he's a little hungry. I love. And they were they were freaked out. <laughs> they were like, oh. And uh, he's like, come sit down. Yeah, come sit sit eat. Eat. <laughs> but um, later on he's there. He discussed um. Like okay, if you're not gonna join me, just don't backstab me. Right, don't backstab me, and um, kind of hope they all backstab me, just so they can all die. I think that's probably what it will happen. That's what it feels like. They're gonna backstab them, and yeah. they're just gonna uh, get low. But maybe somebody will, or multiple will and then like there's gonna be one group that's not going to and he's gonna join boba it is tough because as fennec says she says you know do you trust them and he says i trust them to work in their own self-interest and he's like they're smart enough to know that the pikes are gonna try to take over the whole planet you know and they want to keep you say the opposite no i thought he said that i thought he said it was like they're not i mean they're smart Mm -hmm. They're not smart enough because they couldn't see oh. the pikes. I thought he said they're too smart to let the pike like not. Or, I don't know. I think I think there was a grammatical error in there because I did watch it again and it is confusing. I think there was like a, either there was a double negative or something like that. But double negatives make it a positive. Grammar is oh. confusing. I don't know. Yeah, I thought he was implying that English is not my first language. <laughs> I thought he was implying that that he expected them to work by staying neutral because yeah. the Pikes would take over. But in that uh, discussion, uh, Boba Fett is like, "I want to make the street safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make this uh, place safe again." And um, he let Black Crescenton and <laughs> Black Crescenton assault people, uh, hate crime. He yeah. let a hate crime happen. Um, but. That happens, and it's like it's weird. Yeah, they're they're having. Here's something that I think also, they're struggling. Also, why didn't he recruit Black Crescenton in the first? instead of letting him go? Yeah, I don't know. 
I think the show is kind of struggling because they want Boba Fett to be a respectable good guy, but his whole gang are criminals. Now we have a criminal a and a criminal. racist. He's a criminal, kind yeah. of. Yeah, so it's... I don't think that works narratively to have a crime boss be a good guy, mm -hmm. you know? Like, for example, you want to compare this to something like Breaking Bad. Walter White is a is a, a meth cook, right? So he is the good guy of the show, but the show doesn't make him a good person, right? No. I think that's what this show kind of needs to do, because it's good to have... You can have a protagonist who is a bad person, but they're trying to make Boba Fett like a good person. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Boba Fett can't be a good person, but he, like you said, he can't say, I want the streets to be safe, Yeah, but I'm going to allow hate crimes for my employees. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, so. I don't know. Yeah. And again, uh, that's the first time I've seen a room be full of people inside that place. Oh, yeah. It was nice to see that. Yeah. Uh, so that happens, and uh, I think the episode ends. Well, there's one more thing we need to talk about. Yes. Uh, at the very end of the episode, uh, Fennec's like, well, we need some muscle. How much treasure do we have? And Boba says, oh, yeah, I got plenty of money. That was the only thing that got my heart rate like, And And uh, she's like, well, money can buy muscle. And Boba looks in the distance, and what do we hear? The Mandalorian theme song. Mandalorian <laughs> confirmed for the <sighs> Book of Boba Fett. Um, Wait, that could be a bad thing. I just it really? just came to me. Yeah. Why is that? I think that's because a great Bo thing. Boba Fett, the book of Boba mm -hmm. Fett is not doing so hot. What if they ruined Mandalore? I think Mandalorian. I think, I think bring the Mandalorian in the show would probably help. Probably, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, let's stop there with our episode analysis. Okay. I want to. You want to do final ratings and get Britain predictions because I want to really go into predictions hard. We'll uh, go ahead and do final ratings then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go for it. Final rating. Ever Hernandez. <sighs> final rating. Final rating. Uh, if you guys could tell, uh, we were all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you could tell, uh, I didn't have very very many likes. No, you didn't. No. Even our worst episode, I had more likes. Oh really? Yeah, oh, what? I think so. Well, um, our our lowest uh, score so far is a six. That was six. last episode. So your uh, score for this episode is. I'm gonna probably give it like a. Five and a half. Oh my goodness. Five and a half slave ones. Out of ten. Out of ten. Wow. Incredible. Whatever. I happen to really like this episode. I thought it did some good, great character work for Boba and Finnick. I enjoyed all of the scenes with the slave one. I enjoyed Black Crescenton getting some justice. And I think this episode, despite me not at all liking the whole infiltrating Java's palace sequence, there were a lot of moments in this episode that I really liked, and mm -hmm. I thought the directing and uh, things like that were good. So for me, this episode, uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10, actually. Oh my gosh. I really am, yeah. I really <laughs> did enjoy this episode. Wow. Um, There's a big score difference between us yeah. there. Um, I really hate that we just not come to an agreement. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying, though. I did like it, but we'll see. Um, maybe at the end when we do our final like series finale episode, mm -hmm. we'll see uh, if how our scores hold up. Because I think maybe some may drop or, or lower depending on. Because really, all we're doing we're having to compare it to the other episodes. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Um, but we're gonna take another short break. When we come back, 
we're going to get into predictions for the next few episodes. Because most importantly, something to note is that we've seen all the trailer footage. Yes. So, yes. episodes 5, 6, and 7, all new footage we haven't seen yet. Left for dead on the lens of Tatooine. Exactly. All right, we'll be right back after this break, guys. All right, guys, and we're back. We are back. So, cargo. I want to talk about the predictions what? for the next episode because I think this could be possibly the best episode of the series. <laughs> so here's what I, I'm going out of limb. I'm, I really hope it's not. I'm crossing my fingers to John Favreau that he and second Dave episode Filoni. best episode. Oh, I'm not denying that. Yeah, that is that was the best episode. That was the best episode. But episode five. Ever directed that? Please. It um, Steph Green, I think. Please come back. We need you. No, I think next episode is going to be directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, and she directed okay. a a good a good episode of The Mandalorian too. Okay. So I'm predicting that the next episode we're going to get to see Mando. Okay. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Mando is not enough muscle for Boba Fett. No. So I have two. Uh, I have two theories of what could happen. The first one, if they really want to connect the book of Boba Fett like really hard into the Mandalorian plotline. I think what he'll do is recruit Mando and then recruit a bunch of those displaced Mandalorians. Like what we saw, Mando had like the secret covert in season one, you know? Yeah. Some of them died, but some of them survived too. So it's possible that Boba Fett turns Jabba's palace into a new... that would be amazing. You think so? That would be really cool. I think if they were really wanting to tie this show in hard Mm -hmm. with Mando and make Boba and Mando best buds, that's what they'll do. Yeah. However, I have a second theory, which I would honestly like more because I'm a Star Wars nut, and it goes along with one of my hopes for the show, is that in addition to Mando, Boba is going to recruit some of those old school bounty hunters like Bosk, like Dengar, like Embo, um, maybe even Cad Bane. I think if Cad Bane's going to come in the show, it's got to be it's by saved. now. It's saved. If, if he comes in, it's safe. You think so? Yeah. It will be able to at least compete with the Mandalorian. I think, I mean, that's, that's going to go in one of two directions, I'm sure. It's either going to be yeah. Boba recruits the Mandos, or he's going to recruit the old school bounty hunters, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Or even possibly a combination of the two. Why not? You know, best of both worlds. But yeah. that's how they set it up. We know for sure Mando's going to be in the show because they played his music. At the end, they dropped his uh, theme. But, you know, like we said, Mando's not enough to build no. a whole army, so... Mandalorian can only do so much. I'm almost inclined to think that they may do a combination of both. One, because, of course, like I said, it makes most narrative sense for Boba to recruit Mandalorians. Mm -hmm. But considering that his squad already has people like Fennec and Black Kersantan, I think a bounty hunter army is in the cards, too. And uh, seeing characters like Bosk and and Cad Bane and stuff like that, I think would help boost the show. What is... You know what I'm thinking? Hmm. What is Cad Bane up to right now? Probably, Where is he at? Probably on vacation. He's, probably at this point, he's a little elderly, yeah. I think. So. It's like, I'm done. I'm done, Boba Fett. I'm he has such a weird <laughs> voice. It was. It worked. Actually, hold on. I think we may be able to recreate it. I'm done. I'm done, Boba Fett. That's good. Yeah, that's good. The auto tool. <laughs> bro, stop. Sorry, bro. Okay. When we mentioned the auto tune, I wanted to use it. <laughs> I didn't know that. We turned it on by accident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, okay. So my prediction yeah. is uh, it's gonna stay the same way. Uh, it, it's going. Um, if Mandalorian is gonna come, he's gonna stop by, say hey, then leave. 
Oh, you don't think he's going to stick around? No. Oh, wow. Not, no. Um, I also think that we're probably just going to get more background stories mm-hmm. from everybody, from all the characters. I hope not. And then uh, probably another lame cyber cyberpunk uh, reference. You need to be optimistic, man. You're over here <laughs> I know, bumming I know. me out. <laughs> no, um, I really, really hope it's going uh, in your direction. Yeah, I really me hope too. It, uh, it's either that or uh, just it's, just um, and, uh, Boba Fett fighting the Pikes. Either it, the show is either gonna skyrocket or it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna bottom out. You know uh, what I mean? And it's like we can't really ignore mm-hmm. you know all of this because. Like, there's, there's people out there, you know, they, they, they know. Right. They, they've seen the show. But, um, uh, that, that's my prediction, honestly. Uh, I didn't know all of that. Mm-hmm. that I didn't know it could possibly go that way. I, I, I think, I think there's a new door, you mm-hmm. know, a new door open whenever we heard the Mandalorian, um, right. theme song. And we know that the flash, we, we, the flashbacks are done. They're done. So, so we got um, a lot more time dedicated to this. Boba Fett, plot. you know, is he's uh he's one hundred percent healed. He's ready to fight. I hope we get to see him in action. Really, so like I said uh, yeah. before, our, or, or during our break, mm-hmm. I really want to see Boba Fett in his armor inside the Slave One. Mm-hmm. You know, like fully, fully fight, fully fight. maximum. Go Boba mode. Go Boba mode. Because that scene in the Mandalorian where he takes yeah, on the stormtroopers can't be. The Wanting that. You know? No, everybody wants that. That's yeah. what people love about Boba Fett. And then, um, uh, yeah, that's my prediction. Well, we'll be back next week, guys, and uh, we'll see how correct we are on that. I mean, I almost want to put money on it because I am really, really, really hoping that we get Mando, Mandalorians, and Bounty Hunters. That's what I really want. The reason why I say like my prediction mm-hmm. is just Oh, I don't know. Everything that um, that has been like giving to us, like new characters mm-hmm. or something, it just it goes on, it leads on, and then it just it doesn't wrong. go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. The only thing that's stuck around <laughs> is the pikes. It's true. A black Crescenton, kind of. Two episodes. He was in three technically. Three. Yeah, episode two, and yes. yeah, yes. that's where he made it. And he didn't do anything in that episode, mm-hmm. but he did show up. So I think, yeah, that that would be really like I like him. I do too. I yeah, love. I him. I think he's a great character. Mm-hmm. He is a racist, but <laughs> yes, he is yes, a we do not character. support racism. No, we don't. Wrong. Um, but uh, I really hope I'm wrong. I do too, man. I hope. Really I hope, hope this next and mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard has done some good directing for the show. She directed. Episode four in season one of The Mandalorian, the one where they went to the little sanctuary uh, yes. village, you know, mm-hmm. with the pirate. And then she directed in season two episode with Bo-Katan, where Mando met up with Bo-Katan and yeah. the Night Owls. So two good episodes. Really cool. yeah, yeah, that was really cool. So I think um, I think she'll be a good fit yeah. for this episode. So, well, um, anything else you want to add um, before we sorry, get Sorry, guys, outro? if I was a little bit down this episode. It's all right. His just morale down. was a little down. Yeah. But just, it's all right. Uh, I'm waiting for that, uh, oof. That big oomph. That, that Wookiee you know, oomph. You know, that I, I, I want Black Crescenton to pick me up, you know, <laughs> and, like, slap me into the show. Amazing. We gotta get some Black Crescenton merch up in here. I know. That would be really cool. A Wookiee, uh, onesie. 
Ooh, with the gold shoulder pads. Very nice. Real knuckles. Real knuckles. Did you know those (laughs) are those are like embedded into him? Like they're in his skeleton. Ouch. Ouch is right. How? Surgery. Oh, more cybernetic work. There you go. Yeah. Please lay off the cybernetics. (laughs) Enough cyberpunk. I know. Yeah. It's not really doing it for me. No, it's it really isn't. All right, guys. Like I understand now why. (laughs) Like, people were not liking it. But anyways, uh, that was it. That, that, was, that it. was the episode. So, guys, we're going to ask you to please subscribe, like the video. Um, if you like this episode. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh, make sure you subscribe. And check us out on our show, uh, socials as well. Instagram, Twitter. Um, uh, Instagram is always our main place mm-hmm. to go. And uh, don't forget, guys, we've got a special guest form. If you want to fill that out and make an appearance on the show, give us your thoughts about the Book of Boba Fett and... Star and, Wars. Um, you can always write it down in the comments down below. Absolutely. You know, if you're on YouTube, uh, Spotify. No comments on Spotify. No comments. Oh, and speaking of Spotify, we have a bit of an update. If you guys are fans of Amazon Music or Audible.com, we're also there now. We got our <laughs> podcast on some more platforms. Yes. Yes. We're on there. Uh, make sure you check us out. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you got any other friends out there that uh, like podcasts, you know. Or Star Wars. Or Star Wars. Or two handsome gentlemen talking about... Star Wars. <laughs> uh, hey, let them know. You know? Absolutely. Doesn't hurt. Uh, but and anyways, we are very thankful for the support. Yes. So getting. far, thank you. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You, thank you. Yeah. If uh, you stick around to the end, like, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but uh, that will wrap up this episode. Uh, again, if you made it this far. Congratulations. Awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. Congratulations. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Into the cargo hold.